Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm Joshua Millage, and I'm joined today with Christopher Badgett. And today we are talking about the five steps to building a killer course. And this is a, a podcast where we're kind of going over a blog post that one of our staff writers, uh, Freya, wrote, which is just an absolutely phenomenal post that she's put together. And uh, it took her weeks to write it because she put so much research in. So if you're interested in going and reading that post itself, which is like 2,000 words, it's, it's a good read. You can just text us the word course builder to 33444. That's course builder, one word, to 33444. And we will send you a link to the blog post. Um, so Chris, let's jump right in. The first step is giving your students a breakthrough. Uh, what do you, how do you do that? Like, what is, what does a breakthrough really mean in your mind? Uh, well, it's like a, like a specific outcome where they, uh, you know, you're really clear about what your offering is. And I think a lot of, especially new online course creators get stuck here because they think they have to put their whole life story and experience into a course. (laughs) But I think, uh, it's easy. To, once you get going, you realize how much wisdom you have. So just focus on like one specific breakthrough or outcome that you're promising. Right. That's the key. And like us, and I also like to say a clear starting point. Right. So like, like if it's how to get a banking job, well, is it how to get a ba- banking job out of high school, out of college, out of community college, after a master's degree, like? You need to put bookends on what your course is and then give people the breakthrough. Show them how to make the breakthrough. I think the other thing, too, is like you always talk about the hero's journey, which I think is great. But think of your student as the hero on that journey and help them go and find that elixir. Um, And that breakthrough is that elixir. So, you know, for me, um, I took a course in the summer called uh, 10,000 Subs, which is an email course by Brian Harris. And the aha to me was that I overcomplicate the process of building an email list. It's actually not that complicated. It's just doing a bunch of things I generally don't want to do and chipping away at it and just creating a system step-by-step to build it, uh, build that email list. So I think that the breakthrough can be a number of things. It doesn't have to be like an Einstein's theory of relativity. (laughs) It can be something much more simple than that. And I think right now with the noise of the internet breakthroughs that I'm really attracted to are ones that just cut through the fog and go, nah, this is how what you do. And then when you do the steps, you actually see some sort of progress. Um, So that's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, The second step here is use a course structure that makes sense. So I've written extensively and created a course, um, a mini email course around course structures. But I think that this is something that's really overlooked because people don't think about the, um, the way that a course is structured. They just like, let's put a bunch of videos in an LMS and be done with it. But you need to follow an archetype or blueprint that makes sense for your content. So whether you're looking, if you're looking at behavior change, you need to follow a different archetype opposed to a reference based course opposed to a process based course. If you're looking for Josh's, uh, his, his mini course delivered by email, I, I think the best place to get that is just to go to lifterlms.com and you'll see a pop up. Yeah. And you opt in on that pop up and you'll get the course. It's really incredible. The, the videos, 
uh, in there and the the three archetypes you have are awesome so i highly encourage you to check it out if you haven't seen it yeah another place if you're driving in the car and you can't you know you're fumbling around just text us course builder to 33444 in that article or a blog post that freya has put together there's a um, there's a link there too so you kind of get double bonus links <laughs> um yeah i think that when we could we've done multiple podcast episodes on archetypes but really structuring a course and i'm just giving it like i think the word with with what i've taught is blueprint you still have to make it your own you still have to think about your learner's journey and one thing that i'm experimenting with now is badge maps and and objectives and making sure and a badge map is simply a graphical representation of the steps that a student will take through a course so you give them a a map that has badges that represent lessons in your course so that they can visually see if they follow all of these steps, they're all interconnected to get a certificate. And you do that at the front end of the course, because then it really sets this frame around the course that there's something to be achieved. There's badges and certificates to be achieved. So that's another thing that I think people should look into their course structure and add into it. Um, so again, if you want to, if you want to check that out, head over to our website or opt in to this blog post and you can learn more about the course archetypes. Step three here is keeping, keep students engaged by applying blended learning and catering to different learning styles. So Chris, this is right in your neck of the woods with flip classrooms and things. I mean, how does someone do this? Just like the, the quick hit. What's the, what's the simple way of doing blended learning online? Blended learning is just about breaking the rules and challenging your assumptions. So if you're doing like a video course, uh, maybe have some some uh, uh, some kind of live component where you can interact with your students because maybe just watching videos they're they're just not absorbing it or maybe you get you can get some questions uh, that way. You could also like use it to supplement a live classroom. Uh, so there's there's all different things you can do different types of learning that you can blend together i think it's important not just to like package everything in videos and call it a day Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a lot you can do and then and that also keys into the different learning styles so uh you know including audio video text downloads uh images whatever you can do to like bulk out the media exercises where people are like have to work with their hands to do something uh, uh, you know, there's there's so many different ways people learn. You, you'll see it on the playground. You'll see it in the college classroom. You'll see it in the workplace. Different people learn in different ways. So just think about that when you're building your course and don't just build it for the way that you learn. Right. That's key. That's absolutely key. The other thing here is uh, step four is look for places to add gamification to encourage and reinforce the learning process. So I think gamification is used very blunt force right now. I think it's unfortunate too to see that people just push gamification thinking that it's it's just, I don't know, like a magic bullet to get people engaged. Gamification has to be done intelligently. And that's, again, going back to what I just referenced with the badge map, it's making, it's positioning that that badge or that certificate as a an award at the front end and placing it in the student's mind as a mark of achievement and a mark of progress. It's not just something that should randomly appear because that doesn't do a whole lot. It, it can do that in like a video game, but when it comes to learning, people need to understand what's out there. It's kind of like 
I, I, I look at it like the Boy Scouts. Like I back in the day, I was in, I did, it was, you know, Cub Scout, Wee Below, Boy Scout, the whole thing. And, uh, there was always these, you know, in the troop, you're, you're like, well, guys, we're going to go get our canoe badge. Well, how do we get the canoe badge? Well, cause we all want the canoe badge, but we've got to do these three things to get the canoe badge. Okay. And we want the archery badge. Well, what do we got to do? You know, so we saw that there was this thing, this badge out there for us to go get, but we had, and that was placed in our minds by our, our leader. And then there was the steps to go and get it. And we were very, very motivated to go get it because we knew it was out there on the horizon. So a lot of people don't do that. They don't take a minute to do like a pre-lesson before the course to say, hey, this is where we're headed. These are with the badges you can earn. And if you get all of them, then you get the certificate. Just that like 90 second to three minute video can change engagement dramatically because you're setting up a path for achievement. And that's a, w- a good way to do gamification. Um Find ways to keep students engaged even after they have left the course. This is step five. And I think this is something that, uh, Chris, you do as kind of this marketer hybrid community manager uh, for the Lifter LMS group. So what are some of the ways that you keep people engaged after they go through a course or they, they have some sort of touch with maybe our demo course or something like that? Uh, the main thing is I just keep conversation going. I keep talking to them. I'm still accessible. Uh, yeah, it's like I think if you have the attitude is like, all right, I got your money. You got your certificate. You're not really going to develop a high-level learning experience. You might make some cash, and maybe the passive model is what you need to do in your life and your business model, and that's okay. But if you want to have extremely high re-engagement, I think it just comes down to like caring about your people and, and just being there for them, talking to them, and also continually uh, to add value and share resources or share ideas you're having, share new course developments or product developments or whatever, new offers that you have coming or some things you're seeing going on in the industry that you have nothing to do with that you might you think might be of value to them. It's, it, you, it's just to do all those things. It's just keep the conversation going. You don't have to like spend a ton of the time and go over the top or anything, but uh, people just like to be treated like people. So just keep it going. If they want to keep talking with you, they will. Absolutely. Well, that sums it up for this episode of LMS Cast. Again, if you want to get the deep dive and go into this post, you can just text us the word, and it's one word, Course Builder to 33444, and you'll get an email with a link to the post where you can dive deep. It's an amazing post. Uh, it's one that I'm actually... I read it and I was like, oh man, I'm convicted. You know, someone on our team's calling us out for doing our own courses better. So it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the episode for today. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week.